1: Hello and welcome to another episode of Who Are These Podcasts? I'm Kevin. And I'm Carl. And we listen to podcasts so you don't have to. We want to remind our listeners that you can check us out on uh, whoarethese.com and on Facebook. We're always looking for podcast suggestions, so send us an email, leave us a comment, or post a death threat. On today's show, we'll be analyzing and reviewing a podcast called The Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me. Uh, The episode is entitled Rachel Bloom As always, we have both listened to the show separately. We have not discussed it with each other beforehand. So without further ado, let's find out once and for all, who are these podcasts?
2: It's showtime. Oh, just, yeah. thank, I, thank you, W-A-T-P Yeah,
1: that was actually really funny because you started cutting out there So you are like, eh, 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 oh, W-A-T-P
2: oh, <laughs> Skype Do we have better technology than Skype? <laughs>
1: no, but this is all staying in because we're not going to fucking redo that So No, I'm not going to redo it Anyway, what a weird way to start the
2: podcast, right? We listened to a podcast (laughs) by NPR called Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me, and I picked this podcast for a couple of reasons. One, it's uh, NPR, and I think NPR mostly sucks. I wanted to goof on it. Two, it's popular. It's, uh, It's a radio show, so it's not just a podcast, but they do this show in front of a live audience every week in uh (laughs) downtown chicago and there's a lot of people it sounds like at the chase bank auditorium as they're taping this show and so i'm trying to figure out uh who these people are who find this show entertaining
1: yeah i i i actually didn't mind this this show that much i mean it you know the the jokes were, were were corny here and there but uh I, I The you know production value is great. Every you can hear everybody very clearly. They they're professional drops and and commercial. All right. And- you
2: you and I are going to disagree on this one. I have a number of examples that proves you completely uh, wrong. With that this okay. show sucks so hard. It's fucking terrible. Uh, and I, I, you know what we always like to start off with a clip that we think best sums up the show. And I hope that I don't uh, steal your thunder here in any way. But I have a clip that's actually a compilation. It's called Douchey Dad Joke Compilation. (laughs) Okay. And it's a little bit longer, but here is the comedy gold that comes out of uh, NPR and uh, Wait, Wait,
0: Don't Tell Me. I'm the Mother's Day present your mom really wants. (laughs) Bill Curtis. Now, Crazy Ex Girlfriend is the show that makes stalking of an ex more goofy, musical, fun, and less boiled rabbits. <laughs> We're well, practically relatives, I'm sure. How are you? I'm doing very well. How that's, are you? That's great. Can I borrow some money? <laughs> <laughs> Hi, this is Kelby Thompson calling from Seattle, Washington. Hey, Kelby, did you say? Yes, Kelby. Kelby, okay. How are things in it's Seattle? Well, I wasn't going to make fun of it because I'm trying not to do that to people anymore, frankly. <laughs> um, Politicians get a bad rap, and we're not just talking about when Macklemore raps about politicians. Okay, everybody says they want a politician with balls. Well, in Great Britain, they really do have a politician with balls because that's his last name, Labor Party MP Ed Balls. Were you always one of those people who wished that life were a musical so when you are sad you could just burst into song and there'd be a backing band in the closet? (laughs) I don't know. I guess so. (laughs) You're the expert, obviously, on crazy Uh ex-girlfriends. So naturally, we decided to ask you about crazy Uh ex-boyfriends. Just as funny, sometimes dangerous. (laughs) Bill recovers from his Cinco de Rimo party just in time for the listener limerick challenge. Be more funny.
2: That that was the show that you thought was good, huh, Kevin? Well, fucking.
1: <laughs> it's like I think for I I want to say that the audience is probably like
2: cinco de rhyme o, Kevin. Okay. All right, that was, the, that was the jokes you liked <laughs> in this fucking show. And the worst part about that, the reason why I clipped all those, is because listen to the audience reaction. This douchebag's like, I'm the president. Your mom really wanted it for Mother's Day. And people erupt in applause <laughs> and laughter. It's the funniest thing they've ever heard. It's, I don't know how you find this many people who have never been subjected to actual comedy before.
1: Well, yeah. I, mean, I I guess I wasn't admitting that I thought it was funny. I just thought that no, the show no, was well no, done. No, you,
2: you're not backing off now, motherfucker. <laughs> you liked this show. I'm, I'm holding you to it. I don't, want, I don't want you backtracking at all.
1: Here's the thing that I loved the most about the show, because I've never listened to an NPR program ever before. This is the first one. So right off the bat, they have uh, Bill Curtis there. Yes. And, <laughs> I have some things about Bill Curtis. All right, so... I I pulled a bunch of Bill Curtis clips cuz I fucking love this guy. So I I secretly love like announcer types cuz I like to do that shit. It's it's fun. And uh I didn't realize that he was on the show or he was anything to, ad, ad, to do with anything. I don't know where the fuck I thought this guy came from, but I love watching like those detective like cold case and all those fucking shows on like A&E and and whatever. And he he's the voice of one of those one of those murder shows, murder porn, if you will. And uh, I I just I I fucking love it. Like every time I hear his voice, i just think he's I'm gonna talk about someone dying.
2: So yeah, I everything I, sounds really important when he says it. Yeah, yeah. Because those those murder porn shows. They're like, who gives a shit? You know, it's like some woman got a divorce and then whatever. But when he says it, you're like, oh, this is riveting. I better pay attention.
1: Yeah, he's like Robert Stack, like the unsolved unsolved mysteries. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, (laughs) there's a couple of them that are pretty funny. I don't
0: know. It's the ones I pulled. His announcement went on so long that at about the four-month mark, he segwayed right into his concession speech.
1: I'm just waiting for this announcement One so far that he buried her up to her neck in lime and killed her. He exactly. slit her throat and left her for the police to discover. <laughs> I just thought it would really it's like this guy is such a cool announcer to have on the show that I thought it would be really funny if like we had our own like cool voiced announcer and the only cool voiced announcer that I can do is fucking Don Pardo. <laughs> so I thought It'd be really funny if we had Don Pardo as our uh announcer, you know. So he would be, you know, be like, "And now uh, <laughs> coming up next on who all these podcasts."
2: That's awesome. I I'm, I'm all for that.
1: All right, so I might interject as Don Pardo throughout here and uh and and say musical guests cuz it's uh, the only type of Don Pardo impression I know how to do is Saturday Night Live intros. So Well,
2: C- can you do this can you say we're gonna take a break while carl has a bowel movement
1: we're gonna take a break as carl has a bowel movement
2: oh i like this i like this addition to the show all right yeah so this I'm is i'm gonna have to write some announcements for us <laughs>
1: but it'd be really funny if don part was doing murder porn
2: too
1: you know oh yeah i yeah. <laughs> so the n- the handle of the knife right through her neck
0: And
2: when the police arrived, all they found were vagina lips.
1: (laughs) He really liked to cut off labia. That was his M.O. (laughs) The biggest labia collection this side of the Mississippi. (laughs) With musical guests. Arcade (laughs) fire. Flaming lips. Flaming
2: lips, get it? (laughs) Um, All right, so speaking of Bill Curtis... I have a clip that's uh, number six on here. This is where Bill Curtis gets all sing-songy for some reason. I don't know why, but the crowd erupts with laughter. It's the greatest thing to ever happen uh, in front of a live audience.
0: Rachel got one wrong and two right. (laughs) (laughs)
2: If you have the announcer voice, you don't have to be funny or interesting. People just go go fucking nuts for it. Right,
1: right. Rachel, Unger, murdered, <laughs> hung, hung by an extension cord and found by police. Yeah, I love the dude's voice, though. But, it, it, you know, the other uh, guy that they had on here, too, was fucking Tom Baudet.
2: Tom Boudet, put the light on. Yeah, me. I was
1: like, "Holy shit, that's the fucking Motel Six guy." Like, that's how I know these people from murder porn and commercials. Like, I don't know well, them at all from NPR. But
2: you and everybody else uh, don't don't underestimate yourself. Oh, all right, okay. I thought honestly. Just... So one of the, my issues with NPR and I have a couple. We'll get into it, but one of my issues is people who listen to NPR think they're better than everybody else. OK, there's this there's this whole and I don't know if you've had these conversations, but there are these people you talk to that, that, you know, you try to like relate to them on something. They're like, oh, I don't know. I just listen to NPR all day. Oh, well, you must be wildly informed and intelligent and <laughs> you must be amazing. And these people, they feel like they're superior because this is the programming they listen to. But I'll give you some some examples here. Listen to this uh, track number nine that I pulled. They made a reference to chicken, and then this music bed came on.
0: (laughs) This is (laughs) NPR. Kevin,
2: you liked this fucking show with the chicken music. You like the chicken music bed? That's fucking cool. Uh,
1: with that's musical garbage. guests' chicken bed. Uh, uh, that's
2: garbage right there.
1: And your hosts. <laughs> um. Yeah. No. I like I said wasn't a wasn't a huge fan of the content per se but more the uh, the production no, 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 value. No, no. But and... you
2: said this is the best thing I've ever heard and it's my new favorite show, okay. I don't
1: I don't recall saying that but that's that's fine. That
2: was what I heard. All
1: right. Well, yeah, there's no way that we can prove what I said because we're not recording this. So, we'll just move no, on. I'll never we'll... hear it. <laughs> so, yeah, I, Tom Bodette and, and we got Bill Curtis in here. And, I you know, I wish we had Robert Stack and fucking Don Pardo. Uh, they're both dead, uh, I think. But uh, a lot of, like, really cool, like, very official-sounding voices saying things about chickens and other things that could happen when you're out and about.
2: Well, they had this guy, uh, PJ O'Rourke. Pete, yes. And... P.J. O'Rourke is introduced as a humorist, which it always a red flag to me. Yeah, right. <laughs> if you're a humorist, it means you're not funny enough to be a comedian. Right. You're a, you're a,
1: a stuffy shirt, like a stuffy – yeah,
2: I, I guess. Like it. you write jokes that people don't laugh at. I'm pretty sure that's the definition of humorist.
1: <laughs> so I'm a humorist.
2: We're almost humorous. Guys. Okay. okay. Um, so – We should probably talk about the premise of this show because it is a game show format Mm -hmm. um, that's wildly confusing. There are games that go on that have callers call in and play the games, and if they win the games, they win nothing. (laughs) But then the three panelists are also playing a game show at the same time, and at the end, they're giving a lightning round, and then the lightning round determines who wins the show, but that person wins nothing, and the lightning round is dumb because it's asking people whose job it is to stay up with the news and media. They're in media. Questions about news. Right. right. I'll, I'll, so if you want to just play, just I pulled a really quick clip. Uh, track 11. This is PGO O'Rourke going through his lightning round at the end, just so people understand what we're talking about.
0: All right, (laughs) here we go, PJ. This is for the game. On Wednesday, the Justice Department ruled that North Carolina's blank law violated the Civil Rights Act. Bathroom law. On Monday, Treasury Secretary Jack Lew said serious action needed to be taken after blank defaulted on $367 million in debt Puerto Rico. Yes. On Tuesday, the entire city of Fort McMurray was evacuated as a blank continued to blaze to Alberta. Wildfire. Yes.
2: Like That's NPR. They don't even know how to do a game show. That's so fucking boring.
1: (laughs) what what should we do for this episode how about we do a video, we do some type of game where we uh we 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 guess the news what's in the news because people love news i like to say the word news
2: <laughs> all right um let's unless there's something else you want to talk about, I can continue on things that I'm uh, not real thrilled about with NPR.
1: Yeah, no, I'm just going to sit here and do impressions, I think. Okay, good.
2: Perfect. That'll work out well. Okay, All right. Um, So NPR is National Public Radio. And what that means is that they use tax dollars to put on the programming. What has evolved over recent years is that in addition to tax dollars, they also take advertising. So,
0: play track two. Tito Beverage. He makes Tito's Handmade Vodka, which is a sponsor of this very podcast. They incorporate the concept of artisan craftsmanship found in boutique wineries into the spirits industry. And they make Tito's Handmade Vodka. Tito Beverage. So, Tito's Vodka is a
2: sponsor of NPR. So, it's kind of blurring that line of, is this a public... uh, Service that they're providing, or are they trying to turn a profit and, and make money? And I'm not against that. But my thought is, why don't we have other things that we're spending all this taxpayer money on funded by advertisers? You know, like, we could have the Doritos F-22 fighter. We could have uh Progressive Insurance Presents Flo's B-2 bomber. You know, let, let those fucking assholes do for this shit. I don't want to. And it'd be perfect for the international corporations who are trying to get more notoriety overseas. You know, when those bombs do land, a lot of times the logo is intact. You know, <laughs> right, right. That'll be the number of villages. You'll, <laughs> you'll know about progressives' great rate on auto insurance all over Afghanistan. <laughs> I think I'm on to something.
1: Oh, uh, good. I'm uh, Tom Bodet here uh, from Motel 6. <laughs>
2: We'll uh, leave the Bob guy. We'll for leave you.
1: The, <laughs> Tom Bodet Everybody. Uh, yeah, I, I I don't know uh, exactly why uh, Tito's is a sponsor uh, per se, but uh, I feel like that. Uh, well, this is this is Tom Beaudet. Uh I'm just gonna say, when you want to finger blast a prostitute in a hotel room and a <laughs> Motel Six room, <laughs> uh, you should probably be shit faced on Tito's.
2: Yeah, Motel 6s are only for finger-blasting prostitutes. I would never yeah. sleep there on purpose or with a loved one. This is this is how out of touch I am.
1: Who who buys a prostitute and finger-blasters? <laughs> what the fuck?
2: Well, you got to get her excited about it. You can't just uh, go hog wild. You got to finger blast for a minute.
1: Well, yeah, or you could buy lube, I guess. You know, if you're gonna, <laughs> you, you want to get right down to it, you're paying by the hour, I'm assuming. You know, That's this is Tom Baudet. Don't you know, don't like Kevin, finger As
2: a guy who as a guy who's never gotten a girl naturally moist, I could see why she would be like, what do you do, girl? I'll just buy lube. Like, I didn't even know that. That's a good point.
1: Yep, I don't uh, I don't I don't keep them uh, they don't uh, they don't get wet. I, I don't even know. I don't even know how to say that in any type of clever way at all.
2: <laughs> they call you it doesn't matter which hole, Kevin. <laughs>
1: uh, and musical guests dry holes. The dry holes.
2: So, since we're speaking of Tom Baudet, mm-hmm. why don't we show how quick on his feet he is? Because this is all about questions and answers and being quick-witted. Play uh, play track eight.
0: Once computers are taking the wheel of our cars, we will see a lot more what? Um, drive-through
2: Apple stores? No. Um, <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> Ooh. Drive-through you Apple stay- stores?
2: And behind oh. that joke? Jeez.
1: <laughs> This is Tom Bodet. drive through Apple stores, uh, now a new thing uh, that we're reporting here on, on Tom, Bo- uh, Tom, Tom Bodet Radio, uh, and I just wanted to let you know that uh, uh, not only will Apple stores, but uh, Adam's Apples are something that you need to watch out for when you are uh, procuring <laughs> a prostitute uh, at a Motel 6, because that could be, <laughs> it could be a man.
2: If they do have an Adam's Apple, make sure to pick up a lube.
1: <laughs> yeah very 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 important that you pick up lube when they have an adam's apple uh,
2: you could finger blast till the cows come home and it's not gonna do <laughs> any better <laughs> this is
1: uh, tom bowed with motel motel six we'll leave the lube
2: out for you <laughs> i think you're on to something uh, boy um before we uh get into the the guest, Because another part of this show, besides being a game show where there's call-in pe- people uh, calling in and playing games, the panelists are contestants, but they also have a celebrity guest that comes on for some reason. So we'll get into that. Um, but before we do that, I just want to talk more about how uh, not only are the games on this show really dumb, but the people who listen to NPR are dumb. And this caller is extremely dumb. Uh, so play track 10 that I call Dumb Game. Dumber collar.
0: Bill Curtis (laughs) is going to read you three news-related limericks with a last word or phrase missing from each. If you can fill in that last word or phrase correctly, then two of the limericks will be a winner. Are you ready to play? It's an art game of thrones. Please don't spoil it. Use the porcelain ones. Do not soil it. With usable plumbing, the price is mind-numbing. A solid gold flushable...
1: Oh, my God. It rhymes with it.
2: Oh, my God. What a yeah. fucking moron. They didn't have to go through the whole shitty limerick. I would have gotten it after the first fucking line.
1: Oh, that limerick is gold when read by fucking Bill Curtis. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I do it. Yeah, you
1: love That's it, right? fucking great. It's fucking it's a comedy gold. Uh, uh, not a Game of Thrones, but also <sighs> a something toilet. I don't remember the rest of the way that it went.
2: It was. It was spoil it, soil it. Like, how is there even anything else it could have possibly have been? There, anyway.
1: There was a man from Nantucket whose <laughs> penis was so long that he uh, could suck it.
2: <laughs> Wait, what if um, what if Don Pardo, Don Pardo did yeah. the uh, the man from Nantucket limerick? <laughs> there was a man from
1: Nantucket whose dick was so long he could suck it. I don't even know the rest of it. That's the only thing musical
0: I know. Guests.
1: <laughs> <Black> musical guests. Musical guests. Yes, there was a man from Belfast who had balls made of brass and stormy weather. They clanged together and lightning shot out of his ass. With musical guests. <laughs> Drake. I think you're Yeah. I think
2: you're onto something, uh. <laughs> I, I you're onto something <sighs> Thank there. Thank you. Thank you. That could be the Don Pardo Does Limerick's podcast. <laughs> who, who are these Don Pardo impersonators doing limericks? <laughs> Dot com.
1: Right. Yeah, that's a flows. Uh,
2: so we do have uh, whoarethese.com, uh, which is, you know, this is who are these podcasts, but we have other who are these shows on the who are these networks. And we just want to take a quick break and uh, show you some of the other shows that you can see if you go to our website. We'll be right back. Visit
1: WhoAreThese.com to check out the latest episodes from all the shows available on the Who Are These network. Coming soon, Who Are These Facebook posts. The only show where you can hear Emily as she scrolls through her Facebook feed. Here's an exclusive sneak peek at Who Are These Facebook posts. Hmm. I haven't seen her
0: in a while. Ugh. Bikini shot. All right? Oh my God. why? Ah, cat throwing videos? Oh my God! Why is this guy getting spanked on Facebook? Oh, gross. <laughs> Finally, the truth. Oh good. okay that's uplifting that's so depressing
1: we're back
2: yes we're back and if you're just joining us we're talking about wait wait don't tell me from npr i love when people say if you're just joining us yeah right like
1: like they somehow stumbled into the middle
2: of a fucking podcast yeah, so if you're just tuned in, what we've been talking about is how shitty this podcast is from NPR. Kevin fucking loves it. If you just put one voice talent on a show, he fucking gets a semi in his pants.
1: Oh, come on. It's, there's more There's more than one. There's, it's I know, but so it good.
2: Takes one. <laughs> Fair enough. Yes. Um, I want to talk about the uh, special guest, Rachel Bloom. Rachel Bloom. And- Rachel Bloom, your host, created um, a TV show that's on the CW, Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. And um, the way that she gained notoriety was through a YouTube video. So uh, let me set that up first. Uh, Play track three where the host is talking to Rachel Bloom about this uh, video.
0: I did not read or reread the Martian Chronicles and say, I'm going to do a <laughs> – I'm going to proposition the man in a music video. <laughs> so.
2: so what he's referring to there is uh, an author, Ray Bradbury, a sci-fi, mm-hmm. uh, well-known sci-fi author. Um, this, this woman, Rachel Bloom, wrote a, uh, a song about him and put it up on YouTube and I'll play you a clip of what that song is because she's very proud of it and it obviously got her some, uh, some notoriety and, and launched her into Hollywood. Go ahead and play uh, track four, which is a, a clip from that song.
0: Steve called me up and said, wanna hang out tonight. tonight. We could see.
2: Did you go and, and listen to this song? Did no, you do the research
1: on no, it? No, God, and I'm glad I did not. Holy fuck, that this,
2: was, ugh. It's fucking terrible. So she shoehorns in, the greatest sci-fi writer in history. Right. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> That's terrible songwriting. Uh, but beyond that, I'm listening to this, I'm like, this is so generic and, and boring, the, for anyone out there who, who uh, writes or plays music, the chord progression during the verses is uh, E-A-E-A, and then the chorus is E-A-B. And the reason why that's significant is it's, it's a 1-4, one, 1-4-5 four, one, four, progression. It's literally the most generic way to write a song possible. It's, um, it's Wild Thing. It's Louie Louie. It's The Sweater Song by Weezer. It's, it's a billion fucking songs. It's so boring. And she doesn't make up for it with any of the content in the song at all. But listen to her explain... She's very proud of herself. Listen to her explain the success of it, track five. Uh,
1: Carl nerds out with songwriting theory, everybody.
2: Yes. i right. songwriting.
0: <laughs>
1: there right, you go. I didn't realize how much people would emotionally connect with the video, and it went super viral in a way that I hadn't predicted.
2: People emotionally connected with that? Uh. She was. Fuck this old dude, and that's all oh, people are like emotionally connected to it. Let me let me read you some of the uh the YouTube comments oh, underneath this song. Um I love people who, I, you gotta wonder where they're coming from. This person says, nice song, too much swearing. <laughs> <laughs> this song is fuck me, Ray Brad. Right, buddy. it's in the too title. Much... Okay. Um someone says burn this witch. Okay. All right. So, that's about right. I love this comment. This is my favorite. I wrote "fuck" and ended up here. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> that somebody was YouTube searching for people fucking. I guess and <laughs> we're pissed off. <laughs> uh, somebody else wrote "pure genius," R.I.P. And I'm I'm hoping the pure genius part is for Ray Bradbury because there's nothing genius about this song.
1: Yeah, God, that's gotta be a, a reference to. Ray Bradbury, because he's dead now, right? I would assume.
2: Yeah, he died a couple of years ago. Okay. And then uh, this other person wrote, Ray, you should dump a dick in her.
1: <laughs> That's the best fucking use. <laughs> uh-
2: <laughs> you know what? I bet Tom Bodette would say, don't figure blast longer dump a dick in her. This is
1: Tom Bodette for Motel 6. Make sure you dump a dick in her when you're picking her up uh, in the lobby of the Motel 6. Uh, We also have a free continental breakfast, so we'll leave the light on for you.
2: Forgive me for the chord progression conversation, but it really is fucking garbage. (laughs) This is how easy it is to play songs like this and write songs like this. So fuck me, Bill Curtis. I want to Here's another clip that I want to play because the whole point of this show is it's kind of like that At Midnight show on Comedy Central, Mm -hmm. although I think less rehearsed. But, you know, At Midnight, the whole idea is that people are just going to come up with spontaneous, witty comments when you get these talented people on. Right. And I love it when they try to do that and it fails. It's one of my favorite things. Right. Uh, So here's a great example. Play track one, um, Soccer Jokes, Hilarity
0: Ensues because NPR was like all over. I just learned I... how to pronounce it when you said that. <laughs> I I, that, that.
1: I agree. I I was like I thought it was Leicester. M- yeah, I, it. I did. Like okay. I'm going
0: Leicester? like uh, some mouthwash, <laughs> <A> mouthwash <laughs> won a soccer game. And so much for the beautiful game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like, wait, there is a use soccer use your game? hands, you idiots. <laughs> it's a ball. <laughs>
1: Ugh. Who is that guy talking there though? Like who? I think that's PJ O'Rourke. Ah, he's got such a crazy voice. Uh.
2: He's like, oh, what is it? Mouthwash playing soccer? Why, why did he think that was gonna land? Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't he <laughs> And hence the term humorist. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, fucking terrible. <laughs> Kevin, since we're talking yeah, about is. the uh the announcer voice that you're in it, love with, yeah. this is this is not Bill Curtis, but this is the host of the show. At the very end, play track
0: 12, crazy announcer voice. Thank you, Bill Curtis. Thanks also to PJ O'Rourke, Mr. Tom Bodet, Ms. Helen Hong. Thanks to all of you for listening. I am Peter Sagel. We'll see you next week. Right. Oh, thank you. It's, it's thank you, good I always put out. Yeah. Hey, everybody, I want to thank for Kevin and
2: for all of our listeners. <laughs> thank you. Uh, we'll talk to you next time. Oh.
1: Oh, so shit. generic and cheesy. Yeah, I, I it's really impressive that they actually have a, an audience live there. That's actually like, you know, I'm sure there there's a, a applause light or something because oh, maybe not. I don't know. maybe it's just whatever. But like you said before, I don't know who who would go to this. Like who was like, "Oh, fuck, I got to go to the NPR fucking taping for some shit podcast."
2: Uh it you just know doesn't what it make any sense. Of, hmm. It's it's like uh it's like whose line are, is it anyway for people who hate jokes <laughs> do, do you hate the parts that make you laugh out loud then I mean, check out this show wait wait don't tell me uh
1: it's just a dumb panel show but i don't they do kind of crowbar those the game show elements in and they did not make any fucking sense to me like what no. what they were doing they didn't really explain what you know what the game or what what it was that they were trying to achieve. And I don't know, you know, just because this is whatever the, I'm sure the hundredth plus or more episode, they feel like they don't have to, you know, like they have an audience or something. But for me listening to the first time, I'm like, I, I have no fucking clue that we're playing a game and
2: what the fuck is this game. And it just was confusing. But, uh... You know, what's amazing. When I went to look up this fuck me, Ray Bradbury video by Rachel Bloom, mm-hmm. The majority of the comments on YouTube were, wait, wait, don't tell me, uh, took me here. Or I came here because of wait, wait, don't tell me. This show has a lot of dumb listeners. Yeah,
1: apparently. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And and you're right. The the game show component of this seems half-assed and kind of shoehorned in. Like, well, I guess we'll play a game and keep score. You know, like at one point they asked Bill Curtis what the scores are, and he's like, "It's three to two to two, And you're like, "What? What are we talking about? What was there a game going on?" <laughs> I thought they were making dumb jokes.
1: Yeah, I don't, I don't understand the the that aspect of it. I'm not sure why they feel they need to have a game show piece in here. I, it's it is kind of bizarre. It's almost like, um, if you've ever listened to Doug Loves Movies uh, podcast, yep. like he'll, I saw it live once. Oh, all right. Well, he like, he'll go through. Cause I mean, and it granted is a little more involved, but, um, you know, he explains to the, to the people who are playing the game, you know, and then to the, to the listeners kind of just briefly what they're trying to accomplish. And I think that they could do that. It would be so much more helpful for idiots like me who are listening to this podcast and have no
2: idea and doug benson is not known for being well thought out but even that stoner understands that you might want to explain to the contestants and the listeners why you're scoring it the way you are what you're trying to accomplish it's it's not that difficult to understand
1: yeah i mean you have to set it up in some way for for people who have never listened before unless they just assume that they have this massive fucking audience that understands everything they're talking about but
2: I, I guess they do, but even The Price is Right, they still explain how each game is played every time. You know, I'm sure Bob Barker was sick of explaining it, but it's kind of important to get people in. Anyway, whatever. Right. I'll, I'll criticize Saugardy, but not uh, not, game shows. I, I'm not I guess I'm not an expert there.
1: This is how you play Plinko. You drop the chip. <laughs> drop the chip, everybody.
0: <laughs> it's
2: fucking game Rules. Oh, shit. Um, all right. So I have another compilation clip that I created. And again, this is NPR. It's exactly what you'd expect. I put 90% of the punchlines of the jokes were the same punchline. And I put them all into one clip. It's called uh, All of the Punchlines. Donald
0: Trump. Donald Trump. Donald Trump. President Trump's Trump's Trump. Donald Trump. Right. Donald Trump. Donald Trump. 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 He calls me Donald Trump. <laughs> really? Seriously. Okay, Donald Trump. Donald Trump getting the Republican nomination. <laughs> <laughs> They're losers. They're just losers. <laughs> nice, Nicely done. Donald <laughs> Trump. <That was great. laughs>
1: Donald Trump. Donald Trump. Donald Trump. That, Trump. Was,
2: that was literally... That they said it so many times during the show, and it was amazing because they would bring up Donald Trump and then talk for 20 minutes without saying his name again. It's just like, well, he did this, he did that. So they didn't even say it as much as they could have, but you could hear how many times. That was one of the only topics of conversation on this show. <laughs> It'd be funny if they're like, uh,
1: if you're just joining us, Donald Trump, everybody. <laughs> Donald Trump sucks, yeah. yeah Donald no. Trump sucks. We're talking about Donald Trump and how he
2: sucks, everybody. And this show is from May 7th, 2016. So Um, it's at a time when everyone else dropped out of the race for the Republicans. So it looks like Trump's going to be the, uh, presidential nominee for that party. And the people on NPR couldn't be more confused about what's going on in the world right now. Yeah. So there was a lot of confusion about that.
1: (laughs) Yeah, there was a a bunch of talk about uh, endorsing Hillary, and and then she lies, and I'm like, I I check out whenever shit turns fucking political. I'm just like, I don't fucking
2: understand. Well, then how did you like the show?
1: I didn't like the show. I just like the production of it.
2: Uh, (laughs) All right. Well, speaking of production, (laughs) I do have another clip that I'd like to share. It's called Carl. Why do you hate NPR so much? (laughs) Answer this. This is, they did this a couple of times, you know, they they have these little commercial breaks during this um, publicly funded show. And this is one where they're promoting another NPR show. And this NPR show sounds so fucking lame and terrible. But I guess if you use the word cool enough, you'll trick somebody. So uh, play track seven.
0: So, I just wanted to point out that I'm probably right. You're about halfway through Wait Wait, and you're thinking, yeah, you know, Peter was right. I would really like to listen to some alt Latino arts and culture when this is over. Well, here to remind you again, you should go over and listen to alt Latino an NPR podcast with hosts Feliz Contreras and Jasmine Gard. They're talking about all kinds of cool things in the Latino art and culture world, including new music, interviews with Rita Moreno, Carlos Santana, as well as other cool people like Kaya Tracy and Juno Diaz. You can find Alt Latino at npr.org slash podcasts and on the NPR One app.
1: I have a a comment on that, too. (laughs) Go go for it. That's the second time that they do a plug for that whatever show or whatever. Alt Latino, Alt Latino music thing, yeah. So the first time he reads it, he's like, uh, and uh, you could listen to people such as Rita Moreno, and he's like, I love Rita Moreno, and then Carlos Santana, like he says it like, <laughs> like I love Rita Moreno, and then fucking Carlos Santana, like, <laughs> like he's a piece of shit. <laughs> it's Not a, so much. I was <laughs> like, oh, oh, the more popular of all of the fucking people you just read, you don't like,
2: but uh, well. What I thought was interesting about it was they're going to be talking about cool things, talking to cool people. They're going to be doing cool stuff. None of that seemed cool to me in any way, shape or form. It sounded like uh, blowhardy and and awful. Um, but the, the, just the, the idea that this super square white guy is trying to, hey, you know, we also celebrate other cultures. Check out Alt Latino. Like, okay. It's, we get
1: it. I like that you said cool a bunch of times, and we were just talking about Carlos Santana, isn't it? Like one of his fucking songs. Because you're so cool.
2: No, that's not, that's not the name the Oh, that's song. smooth.
1: That's right. Smooth. <laughs> smooth.
2: Oh, as shit. cool as the ocean is, as cool as the sky. <laughs> what the fuck? It's cool. All right. Well, I, I had a couple of blunders. I'm going to let you slide. Oh,
1: Jesus. I'm so white. <laughs> I'm,
2: going to, I am, I'm going to let you slide on that. I am well, the did,
1: whitest person.
2: Wasn't the singer from, like, Matchbox 20 on that song? It's it's not all that cultural, too. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, yeah, I guess that's true. All of all, uh, fucking Carlos Santana did was like... That's whoa, only added to that shit. Whoa, whoa. Oh, oh. Are
2: you saying that Latinos can't do anything? Oh, Jesus. No, no. What are you saying, Kevin?
1: Boy, I'm going to get into some trouble now.
2: Oh, my God. Now I am offended. Uh, my neighbors who can't even hear me will be offended once I tell them what you said. <laughs> <laughs> my uh, friends already shit. hate you. And. and <laughs>
1: <laughs> just this, just in. I'm moving to Tucson, Arizona, so I better get to uh, to to liking Latino culture because I'll be surrounded by it.
2: Dude, I can't wait till you move to Tucson, and I'm gonna be talking to you, and you're gonna throw in Spanish words every other. Week. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm totally. <laughs> like, I'm, you know about that, oh. <laughs> I'm
1: uh, I'm practicing uh, rolling my R's and things like that. So yeah. <laughs> that's
2: something I could never do. Oh, so, I'll, just-
1: I'll, I'm gonna fucking I'm I'm gonna nail that shit. You'll see.
2: Ah. Uh. Well, enjoy your
1: uh, your time at the taquerias.
2: <laughs> taqueria,
1: the taqueria.
2: Um, now I know you didn't pull a lot of clips from the show because you were too busy being a fan, uh, fanboy. Yeah. What was the thing that we learned about? You were, um, uh, sturbating? I don't know. What,
1: what what <laughs> you yeah, sure, might as well go with that, right? I don't know.
2: Oh uh, uh, wow, we've already forgotten that, and that was a pretty funny thing. All right, moving on. <laughs> Fan wank. That's what it was. Oh, yes. Yes. Fan you know, like wanking. You were fan wanking over Bill Curtis. <laughs> it's Tom Baudet. There was a bunch of shit going out of this show that sucked. <laughs> All right. Tom. So the, next week, we're going to do another podcast that we're going to review, and it's going to be uh, NPR's Alt Latino. No, I'm just kidding. Do you have anything else that you want to talk about, about Bill Curtis's uh, silky voice or uh, Ardo and your uh, no. admiration?
1: I think I'm good. I think my I'm I'm done trying to do impressions. <laughs> oh come on! Should I come should on? do Yes, uh, Cobra Commander here.
2: <laughs> Finally, all right. I'll, I'll, We're I'll, waiting for you. I'll show. <laughs> uh,
1: just <laughs> like the ocean under the moon.
2: <laughs> the same is the emotion that I show to you. I don't, I don't know if that's... Oh, that that's sounded yeah. vaguely close to what the actual lyrics are. Good job. Yes, You've yeah. redeemed yourself.
1: No, oh, I have Google.
2: Uh, <laughs> Cobra Commander, it's Google? I have
1: the Google.
2: Have the
1: <laughs> I use Bing, but I only use Bing for porn.
2: <laughs> right. We did learn that. Bing yes. sucks, but apparently it's good for porn. Yes. We learned about fan wanking and bing porn. This podcast is highly educational. We should probably categorize this under the education. Yeah, I'm going to change it uh, when I file the uh, podcast tonight. I'm going to put please it in do. the
1: education. Yeah.
2: Please, please do. Um, <laughs> all right. So next week we're going to do this again. We're going to uh, listen to another podcast. And I have a clip so that we can tease what we're going to be listening to. Please play next week's teaser. Your words need to count. Like words matter.
0: Every word that you write, TM, (laughs) yeah, uh, matters. So I mean, just look at if I mean. (sighs) Uh,
1: All right, she did like some like weird like thing with her mouth where she was like at the end. There it was.
2: All right, but here's here's the takeaway here. This show is called Drink Drank Drunk. And it's a grammar show. Oh. It's described as a grammar nerd's delight. Their whole purpose of this show is to break down current language and communication issues. Now, now that you know that, okay, play that again.
0: Your words need to count. Like words matter. Every word that you write, TM. <laughs> yeah. Uh, matters. So, I mean, just look at if I mean,
2: uh... so, uh, like, uh, if you like words like uh, matter. So, if you uh, uh... Yeah, if you go,
1: and then, uh, then a... it sounds like you fucking <laughs> drinking a vat of fucking cum.
2: So, it's it's a grammar show with a drinking problem. Apparently, these two women get on and drink wine and talk about people's grammar and correct it. Which sounds like a terrible premise for a show, and I know a thing or two about terrible premises. <laughs> yes. Um, the, show that, the show that we're going to be listening to is an episode called BuzzFeed is worth billions of dollars because they invented lists. Holy shit, that's a long title. Okay. It's a long title. It's a long title. I had to write it down and read it to make sure that I got it right. Um, but this is going to be fun because they're going to be correcting grammar mistakes, and Kevin, you and I... We probably don't form a single sentence that's correct in any given show.
1: But you know who does? Bill Curtis.
2: <laughs> Maybe I'll co-host the show with Bill Curtis next week.
1: Bill Curtis can form sentences like you would not believe. And you also know that Bill Curtis is a huge fan of Santana. So I just want to let you know out there, Latino community, to tune into Latino Arts sports Fucking podcast,
2: <laughs> alt Latino,
1: alt Latino podcasts, fucking whatever.
2: Which, by the way, couple things. Alt doesn't that mean alternative? Alt Latino. Is there anything more mainstream than Carlos Santana? Wasn't that song "Smooth" <laughs> number one for like half a decade? <laughs> yeah, it's very. True. Mean, they're like alt Latino. You'll hear things about like Carlos Santana. And Gloria Stefan of the Miami Sound Machine? Like, really? Like, what are we talking about here? <laughs> yeah, <they laughs> how old pick... is this? Exactly.
1: It's like all the artists that we're aware of <laughs> in America. And There's then no the other
2: thing, and I didn't even—I just glossed over this. But the other thing is, he goes, "If you want to find the show, it's on NPR.org. Who says .org? <laughs> like, like our website is whoarethese.com. Um, so, so drink, drink, drunk is the show we'll be listening to next week. And we will be listening to Morgan Obadowski and Linda Huss. And I'm sure those two women are going to be, um, wonderful to listen to. Yeah. i lot look forward to that.
1: Yeah. You know, any other, you know, podcasts that we've done with, with two female hosts have been, well, just the best. I mean, they've been the best. We, t- we typically,
2: we typically have the takeaway of it's really good. And we usually recommend our listeners check it out.
1: Yeah, yeah definitely. Right. We, we fan wink all over the place. With, we, uh, do, we do.
2: We I fan winked on a few of these. Yeah, uh, especially when I do a Google image search of. <laughs> 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 okay,
1: I was gonna try to remember one of
2: the names of the fucking ladies you just said, like
1: Barry Barry Obadowski, Tara.
2: That's close. It was it was Morgan Obadowski. Oh wow,
1: Jesus! I got the last Morgan Obadowski.
2: Help me, Obadowski. You're my only help. <laughs> <laughs> uh, nerds. So please join us again next week because it might be the show where we find out once and for all, who are these podcasts? Sleep well, everypony. And now the show is over now.